0: Humans, hello, and welcome to a surprise episode of Summaries with Chalk. Um, it is almost seven o'clock on December the thirty-first. It is New Year's Eve, so I know a lot of people right now are getting ready, looking good to go out and party or they're already out or on their way to party or you're at the ut football game in san antonio um but there is a lot of super fun things happening tonight and um i just finished working and i was like okay while i'm still in this energy i'm just gonna like think out loud about um what the end of the year like means you know as you get older and now that we have social media, you've seen like a million posts, probably, probably this month, but like definitely in the past two weeks, um, of like, as you approach the new year and what 2020 means to me, what 2019 did for me and 2019, um, birthed me, but 2020 is going to raise me, you know, all those quotes. And I am not, saying that I haven't, because, like, if you follow me on uh, Instagram, my story is, like, filled with, like, you know, um, metaphors or poems or quotes or whatever that remind me of um, this year. And there's also, like, a sprinkle of, like, things that I thought were hilarious just because I'm random. But anyways, um, so I just wanted to kind of think out loud um, about what 2020 like brought for me um basically in my past episodes like this year I've done a few like uh solo episodes and then like um I experimented with my cousin shout out to my cousin and um we'll probably like randomly record another episode but because of just our lives we were like who are we kidding we're just like random people like let's do this so we tried it and it's fun what i like about being creative is like what i mentioned in the um well i didn't actually post that episode but i did mention that i wanted to just like basically be a creative um right in front of your eyes like my podcasts are not going to always be like beautiful. They're not going to always be well edited or like well thought out. Um, But I don't want to be like, oh, well, I don't want to create mediocre art. Like I'm going to give it my all. But if I release it and you're like, "Hmm, that was trash or that sounds like trash or whatever, like um, you're entitled to your opinions. You know what I mean? Like, I just want to create a space to like speak and sometimes that's Instagram and I probably will like over time I don't know like make videos you know how people do that but sometimes it's like it really has to be good content for you to be staring at somebody talk some people go live on like Instagram and they just be like cleaning their room and like doing nothing but like you know depending on who they are so many people watch that and I have to think to myself like um, I don't know how much of that person you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to be, so really, that's the journey of twenty twenty and like the rest of our lives. like as long as we're breathing, it's a blessing, and that's something that you know, I don't always believe or feel because in the blink of an eye, I'm just like so such in such a dark place mentally. so you know i'm 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 really curious about like the work and the momentum and I and this year I really felt like I was on the outside looking in a lot I was seeing a lot of like like how my year began versus how it ended and what things I kept up with and what things I kind of fell off of the map with so I kind of made a list of like good things or crazy things or things that um, brought me joy if you will because as I read the list most of the stuff brings me joy um so I'm just gonna read this quickly and if I see something like exciting I'll probably stop and explain um but I don't want to do like a super long episode but I did want to just like uh speak about the cool stuff happening or that happened in my life and if it seems like self-centered that's not necessarily um why I'm meant to do it but this is probably more for me than like anyone else um so the first thing that some top moments of 2020 was quitting my job. I was a teacher for about three and a half, four years. Um, I would say four years. And it was just a crazy experience all around. I um, I ended up quitting my job and then trying to jump back into the teaching wagon, but I wasn't ready. And then they were like, no, you're not a good fit for this job. And I was like, you're right. This is not a good fit for me. And um they just kind of showed me a lot, like, okay, boundaries, do you have them, Um, a voice, are you willing to stand up for yourself, Um, how can you create um, um, order where there's just chaos, like, how, is that something that you can do, is that something as a human, as a person, as a woman, that you should know how to do, and I feel like to a certain extent, I should, so that really um, highlighted those moments for me, it was very humbling, so you know, as time goes by, I'm like, okay, just be grateful. Cause there's a lot of things that could be stressful about, you know, doing what I didn't want to do. So I quit that and, um, became a full-time actress. And I've been actually performing ever since quitting. I've been pretty busy. Um, the seasons can be like super low and then really high. And then a few months off and then a few months like back. And, um, it's just been like a journey. And so I've learned that, as a as a freelance you know artist you have to be respo- you're responsible for your work you're responsible for making money and if you don't work you don't eat so i'm really realizing like okay where do i want to um spend my time and if i'm not on stage if i'm not like um in an audition or if i'm not recording like a commercial or something like that what can i be doing with my free time so something that i ended up doing was working with my uh, dad's um, business as a graphic designer, which is super random. Uh, and it's not like, oh, my gosh, I'm making like bad, badass logos. It's mainly just like um, um, flyers and brochures and things like that for his business. Um, but it's been really challenging and really fun experience for me. So that I'm like, OK, that's a new hone skill that I'm trying to master. And it's actually fun. And once you get the hang of what you're trying to do, when you finally like this design speaks to me, you know, or this template, I could really use these colors or whatever. Like, um, you know, it's cool when you finally like take off on like an idea and, and you feel good about it. So that's, um, what I've kind of enjoyed about it. It's been really tricky as well, but that's a cool new thing that I've gotten to do. Um, I cut my hair and went natural and that was really cool. I did that. Like the, um, I did that like 2018, and like now that's it's 2019. It's been like, you know, just the process of seeing it grow and um, change, and like learning about hair products. And like one thing I've really picked up on this year is like, um, things. Um, I don't I don't even know like the category, but like um, I'm really into like things with hygiene, like um, showers and soaps and gels and like hair hair products and like ma- makeup and like bath bombs and just like things to like better myself. I've been um going to get facials every month just to like make sure my skin is healthy. Um just trying to like do things that feel good like I love taking a bath so getting that opportunity it's a blessing, you know what I'm saying? So like that's a really random thing but that's something I've done. Um being signed with my agency getting to do like two local commercials. Um also being in some dream roles on stage, Um, got my face in the New York Times, which was pretty random and awesome and amazing and cool. Um, I got two new nieces this year. My brother and my sister both had girls. Um, So cute and um, so smart. And it's just like really exciting to see the family grow. And it's really trippy to see like kids made by your siblings. Like when I look at my siblings, I still like, feel like we're still like, I don't know, 16, 17. Like, I don't feel like we're in our thirties, you know what I mean? So it's really cool or late twenties, you know? And it's really cool to like, see us growing and seeing like, okay, we are responsible enough to do this. Um, but it's also like really scary Um, But I see like the maturity and their drive to want to like work and better themselves for their family is like, okay, um, I want to be that person too. Am I that person already? Like, can I be that person? So it excites me to know like, okay, um, you you know, it's in your blood, you know, you see your family, but like um yeah that's been a crazy thing anyways so yeah New York Times two new nieces pretty awesome I got to go to Africa this year which is pretty crazy I got to go to Lagos Nigeria for about a month and that was like such a humbling eye-opening exciting thrilling experience um stressful at times but it, it showed me like how conditioned as American um Um, And how privileged even I as a black American, how privileged I even am. Um, It's amazing. Like you, you see my, I see myself and I'm like, okay, I struggled and I struggle sometimes, you know, um, uh, like, like financially or like spiritually or whatever. But you go there and you see how they live every single day to its fullest day. And like they do the most, even with the littlest, and I'm, I mean, I'm just humbled. You know what I mean? Like, and I'm realizing like you're a spoiled brat. Like I'm, I, I'm, not, I don't want to like down talk myself, but there's a lot of things that I'm just like conditioned um, to to maybe believing or feeling about myself, like feeling entitled to, which is crazy because, you know, uh, you know, I, I, the whites, you guys, you stress me. You know what I mean? But. Um, there In those moments, I was like, oh, my God. Like, I I don't know. There was moments, like, growing up in Dimebox and, like, you know what I'm saying? Certain things, I'm like, yeah, it brought such comfort to see, like, a lot of familiarity. Even, you know, all the way in Africa, see, like, a lot of similarities with Legos and um, Dimebox. You know what I mean? But, like, also there's a lot of things that I was like... Okay, growing up in Round Rock, like, really has its, like, disadvantages as far as, like, at least for me, um, some of the things that I was, like, not familiar with or not used to. But I became accustomed very quickly, and um, I learned a lot. and It was just, I I can't wait to go back, and it was just, like, it was awesome. You know what I'm saying? Like, for someone like me, like, I don't know. Like, it was just cool. I don't know if, like, any... I don't know if anybody like who had my particular experience obviously would feel the same way I felt because there was a lot of things that were just like really like down to earth and really like, you know, what I'm saying like local. And I loved that about it. But I think some people would be probably maybe too, like, uppity for that. You would have to really be, like, really down to earth and really open to whatever. And I was. So I guess that's what made it cool. Um, Also, while I was there, I got engaged, which is really exciting. Um, And I didn't... Oh yeah, I did release it. I made an episode on like the 11th of December, but I didn't really release it because some of it I was like, uh, oh, I don't know, you know, it was like super chill mode and I'm trying to like get through this. But anyways, I'll talk about it on other episodes, but yes, I got engaged um, to um, a, a Nigerian, which is like, oh man, just like my sister, which is like really like I would, but I didn't do it like in particularly in particular to like copy it just kind of happened that way and I was like oh the coincidence and um yeah it's a long long story that I didn't really like tell a lot of people about just because it's like something that I want for me like we live in a world that's like all about social media and I am notorious for like putting my boys online and like why don't you put me online and like I don't know I just kind of wanted to like do it differently and so far it's paid off and it does help like he he's not like a huge like Instagram person but he'll be on it like we send each other funny memes and you know stuff like that all day like I do that with a lot of my friends but um I don't know like we just have like a more private relationship and I know some people will be like it's private you know like side-eyeing it but I'm realizing like yo Fear projection is real. Everybody has it. Everybody does it. And you have to realize, like, it is not your responsibility to hold somebody else's baggage. Like, whatever they giving you, like Amanda Seal said it best, I, I don't want your emotional labor. And people are going to do that no matter what. So it's your responsibility to dip and dive and dodge. You know what I'm saying? The stuff that isn't, um, like, it isn't for you. It's not for you to hold. That's not yours. So put it down because you're already holding a bunch of stuff. Your hand's already full. So, um, yeah, it was was one of the most exciting, most random, craziest times, um, that I'll explain on, like, several other episodes down the line. Yeah. Um, my credit score went up 82 points. Woo! Which is pretty random, and I don't know how long that's gonna last, but right now it's up, so I'm getting up there, and it's really crazy, because I'm like, I don't know when the last time my score was this high, um... And I don't know, job is going, to, you know, but I'm just trying to be like a responsible adult and like carry that the things I learned into the next year. So here we go. Um, Yeah, I paid off some debts, like some debts that were just like on my score. I finally was like, OK, I have the funds to take care of this. So I did. And it really, you know, I don't. I mean, my score went up before I took care of it. So I'm kind of like, OK, like excited to see where it goes. So that was a cool thing. Um, anyways, this year I got closer to my family, in particular, my sister. Like we even we had a brawl like a few like we still brawl because, you know, what I'm saying we are who we are. But we um, we have gotten a lot closer this year. And I'm just really like happy about that, um, especially because the end of this year has brought in has brought has brought us like so much man i would say trauma a lot of stuff has happened to our friends and our family people passing away um some sudden and some you know you kind of expect and it has been like a really challenging year so you know as the older we get it's like it's kind of frustrating how we live like we're gonna i'm gonna go to sleep and i'll be here tomorrow we have no idea we just don't and Um, Just for me being who I am and always being like, I want to die every two seconds. Like, I'm always just so freaking angry and sad. And I know a lot of it has to do with just the engagement and just like the turmoil that that can bring. Like, that's a whole nother thing. And like, not really talking about that to anyone, really. Nobody really knows what I'm going through with that, except for my sister. So we have gotten a lot closer just because, you know, she gets it. And it's like. I think it was just a god thing, just because of our relationship, like the history that it it carries, the weight that it carries, and how this whole thing happened like people on the outside can think how weird it is, all they want, like you know what I mean, I'm not doing it for them, so I don't know it so we've gotten closer um and i I had um some hard conversations with my family, like my brothers, my parents like some really difficult conversations. And I commend myself because as a seven on the Enneagram scale, like we don't like pain or discomfort. We do whatever we got to do to distract ourselves from that. And as a seven, one of the numbers, I'm sorry, one of the years, I'm sorry, the words of the new year for a seven is to commit. So making commitments. And for me, it's to commit to um, feeling uncomfortable, commit to uncomfortable feelings of pain or whatever. And so I was like, okay, this is making me vulnerable, but I have to talk to my parents about something that's on my mind and on my heart and it's heavy on me. And I have to say something because of who I am and how sensitive my mind can be. I'm driving myself sick. So I I confronted my parents about something, and it ended, like, really well. I don't know if there will be growth, and I can't blink my eyes and expect us all to be different but I know that we can all make an effort to, like, be more, um, um, out, not outspoken, but, like, speak our minds more and not be afraid of each other. Like, there's a little bit of fear that we all have. And I don't know what that is, but I definitely have it. And I just want to, like, I want to, like, squash it and not care. And sometimes I don't. And everybody laughs and you can just feel, like you know, the, you can feel the energy like changing. And then sometimes it's just like really tight. You can't breathe. You know what I'm saying? So I'm excited. I'm grateful for that. And just like the conversations that are coming and will come, you know, this following year, if we're lucky, if, if we're blessed to see this 2020, you know, all the way through, I'm just really excited to see, you know, what I'm saying by the end of the year. Um, reading more. I've read so much more books and I'll get to that a little bit later. Um Staying sober for half the year, you know what I'm saying? I didn't last a whole year, but I stayed sober for a good while and I'm really proud of myself. and show myself like, you can do that. Um But like when times get really hard as a seven, you know, I'm like, distractions, what can I do? And um, you know, the thing about it is I don't, I don't go as hard as I used to. I just, I literally can't and I don't want to. Um so I'm really proud of myself for that and I'm I'm curious to see what happens in 2020. Um and I reacquainted myself with God or the universe um, and I'm still on that journey of trying to figure out um you know who is God, what is the role that I'm supposed to play. You know, not like a role, but like what what is my relationship with God? What what does that look like? You know what I'm saying? um what does that feel like for me and doing what i know is the right thing cuz it man people take boy they take that bible and they flip it and it, and it's just a lot happening with the bible and with religion and it overwhelms me and it saddens me and i'm just like okay how do i how do i cut out the noise so all that stuff that i'm practicing with humans and that fear projection and how they be projecting it i want to practice that with the noise of you know i don't know just like my faith practices like knowing like if people don't agree or they think it's weird that's cool that's what you think you know what i'm saying like you know i just want to like go all in on what i feel like i i believe and like not be be okay with not you know don't be ashamed of what you believe you know what i'm saying pretty much because they don't <laughs> so why should you um I said yes a lot more and no a lot more, but with purpose. Both of them had more purpose. Like I said no to shows that I didn't want to do. I said no. And I said yes to things that made me nervous, but I did them anyway. Like, um, you know, having my natural hair out or, you know, going back into teaching knowing that I was not ready. Um saying yes, and getting engaged, knowing that I'm like, oh my God, this is not something I ever saw for myself. But like, yes, it's hard, but like, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm so excited to see the journey, you know? Um, so yeah, saying yes and no with a lot more purpose and intention. Um, this year I lost about 40 pounds and, uh, kept about 30 of them off. You know what I'm saying? Because that come, come Halloween up until now, boy, food, sweet snacks, everything carbs. I've been going in, you know what I'm saying? Um so I'm proud of myself, but uh I'm hoping that I get back on the, get back in the game come come 2020. Um and then um lastly, uh, about half the year, I had about 500 in my savings. I'm, I remember writing that down after reading You're a Badass at Making Money by Jen Shincero. Um She's amazing. And she was like, put a goal in. And I know it was like a small goal, but I was like, I'm going to see if I can keep up with this small goal. And, it, and, and sometimes it was easy. Sometimes I was like, oh, Lord, got to dip in, got to dip in. But, I, I mean, I hung on. I did it. Um up until I mean it ain't midnight yet. And I, it's 716. And I'm holding on, baby. So I'm proud of myself. Um For having my for having at least I had at least that and then some. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm very proud of myself for that. So yeah. Um Okay, I wanna get into a new segment real quick called um Unfriend of the Week. And I'm gonna try to do this um whenever you know a new episode pops up in the week but i just um sometimes i might have someone specific in mind and sometimes i will just have something generic or in general um and i'm going to do my best not to like call out a specific like person unless it's a celebrity um and even so they i know they're human and i'm just me i'm like I, if they listen to it then that's a blessing you know what i'm saying but um this week the unfriend of the week is just like anyone who you've like been hurt by or like distracted by? If you like scroll and you see someone on your friends list, and you're like, who is that? I don't even know who that is. So like maybe like Marie Kondo that you know what I'm saying? Or like if you if you one of those people who had your Instagram on private, like I do because um I have stalkers, and I don't mean that like um, scary stalkers. It's just like you know everybody we all stalk, but it's like you know because I used to be a teacher. There's like random people who I used to teach who want to like follow me. And I say yes to some of them, and then, like, there are no conversations that we have. And I feel like that's weird because we're just staring at each other's Instagrams. And I'm like, I don't want to be following no kids like that. So some, so that's why mine's private. Anyways, um, but if you have people in your friends list or, like, your friend's request, and you're like, who is this person? I don't even know. We don't have any mutual, like, um, friends or anything. So you know what I'm saying, use that opportunity to just be like, no, you know what I'm saying, or DM them, or see if they DM you, like, hey, I just wanted to follow you because of this, or, hey, you know my cousin, remember that time we were laughing, but I don't know, Um, but if not, it's like, yeah, Marie Kondo that ish, um, so basically, if there's someone in your life, like, even someone that you know, they're just a distraction, like, low-key. And, like, sadly, sometimes if you unfriend someone on, like, your social media, then in real life, they're, like, weird about it. Or you won't, they'll be weird about it if you see them in real life, and it's, like, not that serious. But to a lot of people, it is, because that's the world we're in now. Like, the did it really happen if you don't, like, Instagram it? You know what I'm saying? Kind of thing. Like, if you don't show your sweaty selfie, did you really go to the gym? And like, I'm notorious for a lot of this, but I don't do it for that reason. It's just like, um, just how you be feeling in the moment. And it's just like, for me, it's like creating a habit, like go to the gym, make a video of what you did so that when it shows you what you did this day, next year, you know what I'm saying? You can see your growth or your, um, lack of growth. I don't know. It's probably self-torture that I shouldn't do, but so that's my unfriend of the week. And that's usually how it's going to be. Unfriend friend of the week. Next is listen, read, watch. This is where I tell you what I'm listening or whoever's on the show, they're going to tell you what they're listening to, um, what they're reading and what they're watching. Um, And I'm going to do the same. And it's just like a way for you to like jot it down. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, my gosh, I want to listen to that that book or this book and I want to follow this person or that person. And like what I want to be better about 2020. I don't know if I'm going to do it on this episode, but what I want to be better about is show notes, like having um, some of the stuff that we mentioned be in the show notes. So you can just like go back and see like, oh, they um, said this person or that person. Oh, here's the link to that video they were talking about or whatever, Um, just so you kind of have a better understanding of what I was talking about y'all hear them fireworks and fireworks are popping honey i'm like trying to go fast i'm like the turn up um i'm missing turn up okay first thing listen um rima i'm obsessed with rima r-e-m-a like his music is lit he's like a young he's probably like 19 young young kid um he he's like a nigerian um musician artist and he makes like just like music that's like fresh, like it's like a he's like the Travis Scott of Nigeria to me. His music is fly, is is awesome, and it's just like outer space. You know what I mean? It's really cool. I love it. Um, I listen to all his EPs, all his singles. They all bump. Um, the next thing I've been randomly listening to is like Kanye West released um two albums one is jesus is lord and then on christmas he released jesus is born and jesus is born is like his like choir sunday if you like follow kanye sunday services and what i like about it is because it reminds me of old kanye like when he has like um that song get by with common and most of this morning i woke up and it's like a gospel-y like um epic kind of sound and like even his like dark twisted fantasy can we get much higher you know what I'm talking about so it was like um just like like big choral sounds is what I think I like about his um jesus is born album but i also like how he took um like old 90s r&b jams and turned them into like gospel songs like we used to do that when we was in the choir at church you know what i'm saying or like hanging out with our friends making like this love song a church song like music soul child's love we'd be like lord so many things man you know what i mean so like he kind of did that with um his choir album and it was it was uh to me successful because good music is good music and his first album is like him and I just think it's like it's vulnerable because he's like opening up about his faith in um you know his god and like what he you know feels like he wants to accomplish with his faith and it's cool and I think like being who he is and who he has been and how wild he is I can see what people are like he's crazy you know what I mean because even me I'm kind of on edge like is this real I want to be like, cool, man. That's the kind of like undeniable faith I'm trying to find. So that's cool. But because it's Kanye, I'm like, is this cool? Is this real? And I, what does it take? Is it going to take Kanye to get me back to the Lord? You know what I'm saying? So anyways, I'm listening to that. K Renata, I'm still on that 99.9%, but I still, I listened to 10% on his new album. Um, I haven't invested in the whole album yet, but I know it's good because it's K Trenada, man so, okay, read, I've been, I read so many books this year, um, the ones that I hold close this year, the ones that helped me this year, um, one of them was Don't Keep Your, Don't Keep Your Day Job by Kathy Heller, um, such a good book about, like, um, going after your, like, things you want, and she's very, um, she, it reminds me of reading You're a Badass by Jen Sincero, um, which I I'm, I'm probably mention that book on almost every episode because I'm obsessed with it. It's such a good book. And this book is another one that really, like, it overwhelmed me, but it's one of those books that you have to go back and read again because there's so much, like, tidbits of good things. Um, so, awesome book. Free of Me" by Sharon Hod Miller or Hody Miller. Sharon Miller, Free of Me." good book. Um, it really taught me about, like, faith and how like if you're going to be like a person of faith then you have to take yourself out of the equation and stop making it about you stop personalizing everything you know what i mean and making it like about you just the way that you your walk in your faith if, if it's like super selfish like it just taught me about like self-care and and how that can become this selfish thing when we're we're so invested in ourselves that we're not like we, you know we're making i don't know like the it's the universe is doing the work like but we're taking all the credit and it's like you got there because of because of the universe you know what i mean so it kind of like showed me about that and it, that book was humbling i loved it i read outliers because of the the school that i was teaching at it was one of the staff development books it was like pretty good it talked it talked to me about like basically like the what is an outlier and what, you know, makes them different from like the rest of like a population. And like, um, we applied it to like, how can we use the things we learned in this book to like be a better, like um, educator to our students. And it was just basically about like, how do you become good at something? How do you perfect a craft? And it's like, spend basically, anybody can perfect a craft if you spend, you know, time, you know, you spending the time on it. Um, um, that was by Malcolm Gladwell um and i reread like so many books this year like um women who run with the wolves i read you're a badass like a million times or like different segments of it um i got amanda seals um small doses um I got her book, but I I only read like the first couple of pages because it was just like something I was like I got to be ready for this because it was a visual and also I wanted her audio book version because I just want to hear her read her own book. Um, so I kind of I haven't really dived into it yet and part of me scared, you know what I'm saying? Because she keeps it so real, so I'm like, okay, are you ready for this? Um, but I have it. I love the just like the design of it is beautiful. So. It's like definitely one of those books you probably will pass down to somebody. Um, And I I started a lot of Toni Morrison books, like The Bluest Eye. I started that like twice. Um, Sula. Um, I read Kindred. I'm pretty sure I read that this year. Kindred by Octavia Butler, I think is her name. Um, But yeah, those books were like heavy. Um, Toni Morrison books, those books were heavy. So I put them down because I was like, am I ready for this? Um, But I want to go back and read them. 2020, man. Um, so they might be on my, um, read list as an accomplished book, finished book, um, in 2020. Okay. Watch The Watchmen. Oh my gosh. The Watchmen. It's on Amazon Prime. I don't know if it's like through HBO, um, but it's on Amazon Prime and it's like the most brilliant TV show. It's like, um, it's like a spinoff or take on like The Watchmen comic book, but like, um, it's just like a, it's like a brilliant commentary on like um, racism in America and, like, social injustice and, like, just so much. It goes back so far and it's, like, brilliantly done via superhero-esque type, um, approach. I don't know, like, I can't even explain it well, but if you listen to The Nod on Gimlet Media, they have a really wonderful episode about The Watchmen. Please go check it out. Um, I just started Happen Leonard um, last night, actually, like a friend told me about it. And I was like, all right, I'm going to check it out. And uh, we watched a little bit of episodes there. And I went home and started like from season one. And it's pretty like interesting. Um, And I'm going to have to rewatch it again because I fell asleep. You know what I'm saying? It was late. Um, But it was like really captivating. So random. It's on Netflix. Um, I also watched Pose. Oh, my gosh. I'm obsessed with Pose and Euphoria those were my shows. Um, Bojack Horseman, I like rewatched them and then a new season was released. I watched it in like a blink of an eye. That show was like super relatable and it's weird. I did not expect to relate to that damn cartoon horse so much, but I do, man. Um, Top Chef, that's my show. Woo! I just love Top Chef and I love that this season there was like. Two brothers made it to the finale. Two brothers. Uh, But they didn't win. But, you know, they made it to the finale. So that was cool. Uh, I watched hella documentaries. Like... You name it. If somebody, if I learned about something cool, I was like, is there a documentary? And I'm Googling, like, documentary on, like, I watched, like, a random one on Clara Barton. um, One on Roe versus Wade. You know what I'm saying? Like, all kind of stuff. Just because I I like to learn. And, like, documentaries are just captivating. Um, There's a TV show my friends got me into called Orphan Black. I'm behind. um, Because there's, like, a few seasons. But I just started it. And this actress who's the main character she takes on several different like she's like she plays the clone of herself you know and oh my goodness she can act and it's like subtle changes in a lot of these characters but it is brilliantly done that you know is she does a great job I mean I watch it mainly because her acting skills are just so on point um and then Brene Brown's Call to Courage Uh, that is on netflix and it is amazing that i watched that after i had like a a really hard conversation with my parents afterwards i went back to my room because i was just on this like vulnerability vulnerable vulnerable i can't say it vulnerability i I, i'm on. i was on like such a high of that and i was like okay Um, what should I do, you know, so I watched this um, documentary, or it's like a a talk, like a TED talk, but extended, she had a TED talk, but I didn't even watch it, I watched this first, and it was so good, about vulnerability, about daring greatly, so good that uh, I started a book, I haven't finished it, um, called Daring Greatly by um, Brene Brown, and man, such a good, like, talk, it's on Netflix, it's only, like, an hour and 15 minutes, it's not long at all, and it will change you, you will be changed, so if you're ready to be changed, go watch it, Um, and I I want to watch, like, The Americans again, Um, I think they're done, like, I think there's no more seasons, Um, but I watched that show, like, years ago, and it was so good, and stressful, that I want to watch it again, just randomly, just mainly because the acting, I mean, they are amazing actors. Um, but anyways, that was a longer than I wanted it to be of an episode, but I just wanted to, um, just kind of like catch up on like the random fun things and random things that happened this year. And like, you know, I'll break down those little moments as like the episodes, um, go by and sometimes I'll have guests and sometimes it'll just be me talking and, um I just thank you for tuning in the people who did listen to me this year start start and stop like a million different podcasts and just like let me think out loud and explore and like you being along for the ride is like the coolest part of it all um because it's so funny me and my cousin were laughing she was like how come we have this many people listening to this episode and I'm like I don't know but it's cool that they are um Because literally, if we'll sit there and watch somebody like do a makeup tutorial, like just in their house, then like I feel like we can listen to somebody babble too about something. Um, And so I just thank you for being a listener. And um, if you're in Texas, it's 732. So you have a little bit more time before the turn up, you know, gets super real after, you know what I'm saying? You know how it gets live after midnight pops. Um, So I might randomly release the December 11th episode. But like, really, I don't know if I will. I'm just basically something I said on it that I want to say over here is like, if we make it, if the clock strikes midnight, December um, 31st, midnight, January 1st, and you are still here, you make it. That's a blessing. It really is a blessing because like I mentioned a little bit earlier, like my thoughts are so s- sensitive and I could really just want to um, go to a dark place at the blink of an eye, you know what I mean, and the fact that we didn't do that, we didn't commit to those thoughts and those ideas, so we are still here, we're still alive, you know God is good, and if you don't believe in God, the universe the universe is good. I don't know about earth 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 is tripping, but it's not its fault we we're killing it, but you know we we we're still here if we if we make it and you make it to the other side and you open your eyes and the sky is out and it's 2020 and you're part of the world you made it and, and 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 what a what a celebration you deserve and I really wish you just like successes like when the downs come that you hold on tight and you ride it you ride it because you know there's gonna be an up after that so just like let the down be there and just i say this a lot for me don't give up don't give up it's not up to you to give up like let the universe take you out when it's time like don't take your own and so that's um that's for anybody who's struggling who's like this 2020 is weird if you find this podcast after 2020 and you're just like what did i just listen to thank you for coming this far you're the goat you're awesome and um let's go be great y'all let's go Be great. Happy New Year.